A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. When the people saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into boats and crossed to Capernaum to look for Jesus. When they found him on the other side, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered, I tell you most solemnly, you are not looking for me because you have seen signs, but because you had all the bread you wanted to eat. Do not work for food that cannot last, but work for the food that endures to eternal life, the kind of food the Son of Man is offering you. For on him the Father, God himself, has set his seal. Then they said to him, What must we do if we are to do the works that God wants? Jesus gave them this answer. This is the working for God. You must believe in the one he sent. So they said, What sign will you give us to show us that we should believe in you? What work will you do? Our fathers had manna to eat in the desert. As scripture says, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. And Jesus answered, I tell you most solemnly, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven. It is my father who gives you the bread from heaven, the true bread. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, Give us that bread always. Jesus answered, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never be hungry. He who believes in me will never thirst. The Gospel of the Lord. Last Sunday in the Gospel, we had Jesus feeding 5,000 people with five loaves and two fish. 5,000 men, it said. That's not counting the women and the children. That's thousands of people. Thousands of people being fed by Jesus. Thousands of people following Jesus. And it's no wonder they were following him because Jesus was healing the blind, the deaf, the paralyzed. He commanded them to get up and walk. He raised people from the dead. Jesus commanded the wind and the sea to be silent and they obey him. Nobody but God can do this. But the elements obey Jesus because he is the creator among us, creator incarnate. Through him all things were made. So he set the laws of nature in place and he can just as easily dispense with them. And last Sunday, he did something nobody but he could do to feed 5,000 thousands of people with bread. The 
small bit of bread, five loaves. And then they want to crown Jesus king. So he runs away. He didn't come for that. So that we wouldn't have to go to Tesco's anymore. Mother Teresa used to say that people are hungry not only for bread but for love. That's why people can be heartbroken. If you don't have ordinary bread you're hungry but you're not heartbroken. People get heartbroken. Somebody they love, something tragic happens to them and they die. Relationships break off. So you can be heartbroken. A stone, you can break them. But they've got no heart. They don't suffer. For the want of love, the psalm said, as regards God, you know, ultimately, we're made for God and for God's love. The psalm says, like the deer that's yearning for running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God, the God of my life. It cannot be otherwise because we've been created by God who is love, created for Him to be with Him in eternity. So we're like the deer yearning for running streams of water. Even if we deny God, even if we got so busy with entertainment and every kind of gadgets that you can imagine or invent, we get, get so busy that we blot out from ourselves this terrible longing to be with God that we're made for. But we cannot block out this because we're not a stone. We're not an object. We're human beings with hearts made for love. To be loved. Made for God and to love each other. So God responds to us. He himself who is love becomes incarnate. And is born as a little baby in Bethlehem. In this extreme poverty, and dies in the poverty of the cross for you and I, calling out as he leaving this world, I thirst for you. My love is a burning thirst, like the deer that's yearning for running streams. I yearn for you infinitely more so, because I've created you. For my sense to love you in eternity, to be with me. And in this poverty of the cross, he even goes further. He creates the mystery of the Eucharist. Yes, the mystery of the Eucharist. He can again set aside the laws of nature. At Mass, through the priest, ordained Catholic priests, 
When the priest says the word, this is my body, this is the chalice of my blood. It is Christ doing in this, through this ordained priest, exactly what he did the last supper, changing the reality of the bread and wine into himself, his body, blood, soul and divinity. Why? Because he's longing for us to be united with us. We cannot understand the love of God, the love of Jesus, this burning fire in his heart, to be united with us, to be consumed by us, to be our food. In the history of the church, there are some saints, mystics, extraordinary people, a number, a small number, who have lived on the Eucharist alone for a long period of time. And one of these is Blessed Alexandra de Costa, who lived in Balsam, Portugal, about 200 miles from Fatima. She died in 1955. She was a victim soul. She was crippled in her bed, offering her life to Jesus out of love. From her little window, she could see the church and she could see the red light of the sanctuary, Jesus in the tabernacle, First she prayed for healing, but then after a while she began to realize that Jesus is in the tabernacle, a prisoner of love for me. So I will be a prisoner of love for him. He's victim of love. For the last 13 years of our life, God worked something extraordinary in her. She lived on the Eucharist alone. 13 years, never, she never eat any food or never drank anything on the Eucharist. Every day the priest would bring to her. This was her only food. And this, that's been proved scientifically. This is what Jesus said. You are living by the Eucharist alone because I want to prove to the world the power of the Eucharist and the power of my life and souls. When you receive the Eucharist, think about that. His power is there. But what about our faith? And Jesus said something else to her. Keep me company in the Blessed Sacrament. I remain in the tabernacle night and day. Where's the tabernacle here? The tabernacle is where? In this church? I remain in the tabernacle night and day waiting to give my love and grace to all who would visit me. But so few come. I am so abandoned, so lonely, so offended. Many do not believe in my existence. They do not believe that I live in the tabernacle. They curse me. Others believe, but do not love me, and do not visit me. They live as if 
I were not there. You have chosen to love me in the tabernacles, where you can contemplate me, not with the eyes of the body, but those of the soul. I am truly present there, as in heaven, body, blood, soul, and divinity. We want to go to heaven, huh? All of us. But heaven has come down. And the minute you walk in the door of this church, turn your eyes towards the tabernacle. And go there immediately. Jesus is waiting for you. I wait to give them my love and grace. To all who come to visit me. Won't you think about that my friends. Think about his love for you. Rejected. In the tabernacle. Even Catholics. Come. And don't even visit him in the tabernacle. How much did that wound the heart of our Savior. On the cross his heart was wounded. Pierced through the spear out of love for us. Think about his love in the Eucharist. I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never be hungry. He who believes in me will never thirst. You won't hunger because you will have found the source of love and life. The one you are made for that your heart is yearning for, that you are hungry for, that the gadgets and the objects around cannot do anything for your heart. They can only leave you cold and indifferent and empty and broken. We have our Lord with us in the tabernacle and will be with us now in a moment on the altar. Ask for the grace that you fall in love with him. Because to live our life any other way would be to waste our lives so foolishly. And only when we fall in love with him then can we begin to love each other as he's commanded us. I am the bread come down from heaven for you to dwell in your hearts, my presence in you, living in you and loving you on this via to come, this journey to heaven. And you will be with me for eternity, not in faith, but then when the fullness of glory will be revealed. There be no more sadness. This is our journey on this life. The greatest gift we have. Jesus in the Eucharist. How can we not love him? Is it too difficult to love him? Is it too difficult to love him? So please... Let us renew our love for him today and love him also for so many people 
that offend him so greatly. In their blindness, they don't know what they are doing. Like the deer that yearns for running streams, so my soul is longing for you, my God, the God of my life. 